This is one of the interesting stories on Twitter that I'm keeping in my backlog that I'm bringing out now to help me get going again. So this is from Peter Reinhardt, who is the founder of Segment, a Y Combinator company that got acquired by Twilio for $3 billion. And he recently posted a thread talking about how he learned how to do sales. And it was a very interesting story. Uh, but then also Dave J on my DevTools Angels Discord actually pointed out that he did a told, he told the same story on a Y Combinator podcast, which I'm going to start linking now. I'm going to then tell the story of the thread after this clip. Andrew Pakul asks, any advice that you have on asking for more money uh, than you're comfortable asking for? This is part of your startup school lecture where oh, I, I guess one of your sales reps was forcing you to ask for more, a lot more. Uh, we had, we, yeah, we had a sales advisor who was, well, I got to back up a little bit. We were initially selling our product for $10 a month and you know $120 a year. And we, we brought on a sales advisor and his first advice was, well, you have to ask for $120,000 a year. <laughs> And I was like, that's a thousand X. That's crazy. Um, so we were going to the first sales meeting, me and him, and this is with a company called Xamarin. And uh, I've, I've since told Nat this story, which he found amusing. But uh, Nat was the CEO of Xamarin. And as we're walking up, our sales advisor says, okay, you have to ask for 120K yeah. in this meeting. Uh, and I was like, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I'm not doing it. <laughs> and he's like, well, if you, if you don't do it, then I quit as your sales advisor. It's like, all right, I guess I'm asking for 120K. <laughs> so uh, we go in, we have this you know, demo and everything. Yeah. Um, and he says, okay, well, what's the price? And I say 120K and I turn beet red. And he says, well, how about 12K a year? And I said, okay, well, how about 18? And he's like, okay, fine. <laughs> so from his perspective, he got 85% off. From my perspective, I got 150X. Um, and uh, it, was, it was a successful negotiation. I, I, think, um, I think it's really hard to offend people with price, at least if you're sitting in the same room or, or on the phone. It's probably... Not a good idea to share pricing information via email. If you do that, then it's really easy for them to hang up. But if you're on a phone call or in person, there's a bit of a social contract to continue engaging, particularly in person, you can recover. So I, w I would encourage you to not be scared of, of offending someone with a high price, yeah. but maybe just start in person, which is probably the most uncomfortable place to do it, but gives you the most opportunity to recover. Right. And the thing is, like, if it actually matters for your business, then that's just what it costs. Yeah, you're going to have... Well, and you have no other way of assessing the value. Yeah. And, uh, and in fact, what will happen is when they say, that's crazy, then you say, why? And then they'll explain to you how they actually value the product. And then you say, okay. And right. then you value it according to their logic and you ask for that price. And how long did it take you? Well, are you charging them 120 now? Uh, for sure, yeah. We have customers that get way more value than that out of it now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so how many customers did it take you to reach that six-figure amount? Um, a dozen at most. Yeah. So that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a pretty interesting lesson that developers tend to underprice or undervalue their own products. And I think that's probably true, but also sometimes unwarranted. Anyway, so I'm going to read out this thread and then maybe just reflect a little bit on it because I think it's an important lesson to learn. So here's Peter saying, after we found product market fit at Segment in December 2012, we nearly ran out of money because we were so scared to ask customers to pay. It took two gracious customers, a cocky sales advisor, and a lot of Fernet to learn the true value of a product. The underlying challenge was twofold. One, Analytics.js was an open source library and we had come from the open source mindset, so our anchor price was zero. And two, we were all fresh out of college, had a few hundred bucks to our names and had never sold anything. So without really thinking about it, we decided to make Segment free for a while after launch in December 2012. 
that even with four co-founders and no staff, our slim $100,000 of company cash at launch was slowly but surely burning down. With about 10 weeks of cash left, we decided to launch our paid plans so that we could show some revenue growth headed into a fundraise. We emailed every customer, businesses, mind you, apologizing profusely and saying that the price was going to rise to $10 a month. It was such a ridiculously low ask. God bless Eduardo from Maxi Store, who emailed us back saying, you better raise your prices. This is too low for me to believe I can trust you with my customer data long term. We raised the highest plan to $50 a month or something. Smiley face. Revenue grew enough for a fundraise, a story for another day, but of course that only raised the revenue expectations. Now we needed many millions in revenue. I tried desperately to sell all the inbound signups from bigger companies, but somehow I couldn't quite close any. So we hired Mitch Morando as our sales advisor, and he immediately blew our minds. This is an enterprise software product. You're charging $120 a year. You should be charging $120,000 a year. We went to a sales meeting together with Nat Friedman, who was CEO of Xamarin at the time. Before we went in, Mitch threatened, if you don't ask for $120,000 a year, then I quit as your sales advisor. My stomach turned over. A thousand times increase? We sat down with Nat and his team. All I remember is the end of the conversation when he asked what our pricing was. I said $120,000 a year, and it turned a deep, deep red. Nat very graciously replied that he saw the value in $12,000 a year. I pushed for $18,000, and he agreed. I was completely shocked. 150 times higher price than what we thought was reasonable before. And Nat had explained how you valued the product, which we could reference the next time. From there, I was told that we needed to raise prices to pressure test the real value we were delivering. The incredible Raphael Parker and I sent our days selling in the closet we used as a teeny conference call room. The next customer signed at 24,000, then 35, then 48, then 105, then 240K, all in just six months. That was the limit for the moment. After every deal, Mitch insisted on a celebration with Fernet. Most importantly though, by trying to ask for higher prices, we got customers to explain what they really valued about the product and articulate that value quantitatively back to us. Our pitch got massively better and we finally understood what we were selling. So that's how to do sales and that's how to find the market price for your product. And it's actually not that complicated, it's just uncomfortable for a few rounds. But I feel like the information that you get, especially if you're in good meetings with good people, gives you so much leverage and ammo for the next round that you cannot help but to find something useful for your enterprise sales.